Julie and Matt here with another great resource from one of our friends. Parents, do you ever wonder how to teach your little ones about missionaries? Go tell everyone. Nine Missionaries Who Shared the Good News shows kids how missionaries throughout history have obeyed Jesus' command to tell everyone. This interactive board book introduces nine different missionaries such as Lottie Moon, Adoniram Judson, and Lilius Trotter. And it tells about the countries where they served. Ultimately, Go Tell Everyone helps kids understand that anyone can tell everyone about Jesus. To learn more, visit GoTellEveryoneBook.com. Again, that's GoTellEveryoneBook.com. listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about how God is in charge of everything using a story from the Bible about a woman named Esther. Oh, are you talking about Queen Esther? This is such a great story. Good job, Matt. You're right. She does become a queen. Julie, did you hear that archaeologists just discovered what her royal gown was made out of? No, I didn't, Matt. What was it? Polly Esther. <laughs> nice one. I'm no expert, but I don't think she actually wore polyester. I know, I know. Only kidding. But it does make me wonder, what was the weight and pressure of being a queen like for Esther, who wasn't born into royalty? Great question, Matt. And I don't have the answer, but you know who does? Uh, Meghan Markle? (laughs) Not quite who I had in mind. I was thinking we could ask Esther herself. The time machine. That's right. Uh, Hey, producer Brad, roll out that time machine and send us back to Bible time so we can talk to Queen Esther. Hey, Julie. Hey, Matt. One time machine coming up. Just give me a... Hold on. Coming right up. Here you go. I love this thing. Me too. Let's hop in and buckle up. Brad, next stop, Queen Esther's Palace. Wait, the palace. Oh, man, I I better bring my fancy outfit. Okay, folks. Launching in three, two, one. Whoa! I never get used to that landing. (laughs) I shouldn't have had that pizza for breakfast. Ew. I know you're still struggling with the time travel, but looks like producer Brad is getting really good at operating this thing. He's landed us right in the middle of the court in the royal palace. Fancy. This place is nice. I'm so glad I dressed up. Yes, this place is beautiful. If there's anywhere we might have a chance of running into the queen, it's going to be right here. I heard Queen Esther loves to come out every day and meet with her people. Let's hope she notices us. You're wearing an orange tuxedo, Matt. Odds are pretty high that she's going to notice you. It was on sale. I couldn't pass up this kind of a steal. Shalom, my snazzy-looking friends. How are you? Oh, hi, Miss Royal, your highney, I mean, highness, queen, majesty. Hi. (laughs) Matt. And Julie. Hi, Matt and Julie. You can call me Esther. What brings you to the royal palace today? 
Well, we were actually hoping to get a chance to talk to you. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord provides. Here we all are. Lovely outfit, by the way, Matt. That color really suits you. Now, what were you two hoping to talk about? Well, we heard that you have a really important message that you plan to tell the king, and we can't help but wonder if you're a bit nervous about it. That's very timely of you to ask, Matt. And I hope you are being very careful with whatever it is you know about my important message. I actually will be telling the king late today that one of his trusted advisors is not so trustworthy after all. Oh, wow. That sounds serious. Very serious. The king is a powerful man. He's the judge and the jury in this kingdom. And the last thing anyone ever wants to do is upset him. It's possible that the news I'll be sharing with him later this evening will do just that. Oh, that's intense, Esther. I would be terrified. I'm not going to lie, Matt. The thought of telling the king something that he probably doesn't want to hear is frightening. But the consequences of me not telling him are even more terrifying. Queen Esther, we are so... Is Well, is there anything we could possibly do to help you? I mean... Is there someone else who could deliver the message for you? I, I mean, Matt is already dressed up. You could send him. Hey, wait a minute. Who's it? That's kind of you to ask, Julie. And I appreciate the offer, but this is my burden and responsibility to bear. God put me in the palace and position that I'm in so that I can help his people and accomplish his purposes. I trust that he knows what he's doing, and at the end of the day... God is in charge of everything. Queen Esther, we're really amazed by your faith in God, and we will be praying for you as you deliver the message today. Thank you, friends. Your prayers mean a lot. And I ask that as you pray for me, pray also for God's protection over my people, his people, the Israelites. We face a real enemy, but we trust that God will protect us just like he did our ancestors when he led them out of Egypt and into the promised land. We would be so happy to. Thank you so much. On that note, Matt, it's time for us to get back into the studio. I, I mean, back to the market. Uh, Queen Esther, it was so lovely meeting you. Thank you for speaking with us. Same to you, Julie and Matt. If you're ever in the palace again, please pay me a visit. Will do. Bye. Bye. Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It is from God and about God, and it is true. Let's pray and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. Dear God, thank you so much for your word, and thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, and for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are and what you have done. Amen. Last episode, we learned that God heard and responded to Elijah's prayer and sent fire down to show the people that he is the one true God. God alone should be loved and trusted most. The Israelites were God's special and chosen people, but they disobeyed God over and over again. They loved and trusted idols instead of God. And remember, an idol is anything that we love and trust more than God. And God disciplined them for disobeying him. They were no longer in the promised land. Can you make a sad face? 
Yeah, that's so sad. Instead of the promised land, they were living in places with people who didn't love God. They actually hated God. Can you show me your best, like, mad face? Yikes. Today, we're going to learn about what happened to the Israelites. Haman was one of the people who hated the Israelites, and he was a very powerful man. On the count of three, can you say Haman? One, two, three. Haman. Haman. Haman did not love God, and he was trying to find a way to kill the Israelites because, well, he hated them. It's a sin when we hate people. God does not want us to hate anyone. Haman had a heart that was sick with sin. The king gave Haman permission to hurt the Israelites. The people in charge would not punish anyone who hurt the Israelites. How would you feel if you were the Israelites? Would you be scared? Would you feel alone? Would you wonder if God had a plan to keep you safe? Well, the Israelites did feel scared. Can you show me your best scared face? But they did not need to worry because God had a plan. Remember, God is in charge of everything. He is in charge of people who obey him, and he is in charge of people who do not obey him. He is in charge of all people, all kings, and all rules. God is in charge of everything. Esther, the queen, was an Israelite. On the count of three, can you say Esther? One, two, three. Esther. God had made Esther the queen so that she would be able to help the Israelites when Haman came up with his plan to hurt them. Esther told the king that she and her people were in danger and that it was Haman who wanted to hurt them. So the king stopped Haman's wicked plans, punished him, and had a new rule written that the Israelites could protect themselves against anyone who tried to hurt them. Let's get an even closer look at how Esther asked the king to save her people by reading from the Bible. If you're at home, open up your Bible with me. The passage we're going to read can be found in the Old Testament, the book of Esther, chapter 8, verses 5 and 6. I'll give you a moment to find it. Esther, chapter 8, verses 5 and 6. Remember, it's okay to ask for help if you need it. If you don't have a Bible with you right now, that's okay too. You can just listen closely. Okay, is everyone ready? Esther chapter 8 verses 5 and 6 says, And Esther said, If it pleases the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and if the thing seems right before the king, and if I am pleasing in his eyes, let an order be written to revoke the letters devised by Haman, which he wrote to destroy the Jews who are in all the provinces of the king. For how can I bear to see the calamity that is coming to my people? Or how can I bear to see the destruction of my kindred? Even when things seem scary, God's people can trust that he knows what's happening. He is good and he takes care of his people. God sent Esther to save her people and God sent Jesus to save his people from sin. God always has a plan to help his people. God is in charge of everything. Hey, parents, are you looking for an inspiring read for your little ones? Well, we've got something special for you. Introducing Kids in the Bible, a storybook Bible about God's children. This new book by Caroline Saunders features a collection of 33 captivating stories from the Bible, all centered around kids, just like yours. Ever wondered about the adventures of young Miriam, Samuel, 
or even a certain young Jesus? Kids in the Bible takes you on a journey through the lives of these remarkable children, showcasing how God's big plans unfold through even the smallest of us. Each story is a treasure trove of courage, faith, and the boundless love of God. Whether it's a young warrior's bravery or a girl who defies death or the miraculous journey of a baby who changed the world forever, there's something for every young heart to connect with. So parents, if you want your kids to discover the wonders of the Bible in a fun and engaging way, visit kidsinthebiblebook.com today. Let your little ones be a part of God's special plan to bless the world. heard God's word. Let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it Five, five Second, second Fly-Through Review. That's right. And our friend, the Queen, Esther, is back to play our game with us. Tell us how to play, Queen Esther. All right. I'm going to ask you six questions, and you'll have five seconds to think of the answer. When the timer runs out, let's shout out our answers together and see if you got it right. Okay, everyone. Are you ready? Here, Here we go. go. Okay, question number one. Who hated the Israelites and wanted to hurt them? Haman. Yes, that's right. Okay, question number two. Who approved Haman's wicked law? The The king. Yes, good job. Question number three. Who had a plan to protect the Israelites all along? God. God. Yes, God did. Question number four. Who was Esther? The queen and an Israelite. Yes. And question number five. What did Esther ask of the king? To To stop Haman's plans to hurt the the Israelites. Yes. Here's our last question. Question number six. Did Haman's plans to hurt the Israelites work? No No way! They were saved! How did you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Or were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? Well, we hope so, but now it's time to live like it's true. This week, take some time to be mindful of our Christian brothers and sisters around the world who face persecution, just like the Israelites did during Esther's time. As a family, pray that God would protect and keep them safe. And one last thing, let's do a Bible challenge check-in. How's it going? Have you and your family gotten to read God's Word or pray together this week? Don't forget... We're trying to find at least three days each week to spend time with God. If you haven't yet, print off your tracker so you can see how you're doing. Now let's worship together and practice our God's Big Story timeline by singing our Story of Scripture song. Try to remember and sing all 40 events. 
These 40 events from the Bible tell us God's big story, the story of Scripture. So let's sing them out together. Ready, set, here we go. Creation, fall, promise, flood, tower of Babel, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, slaves in Egypt, Moses, Red Sea, wilderness, Jordan, river, Joshua, conquest of the promised land, judges, Samuel, the prophet, King Saul, King David, King Solomon, kingdom split, prophets speak, Israel conquered by Syria, Judah conquered by Babylon, exiles returned, temple rebuilt, 400 years of silence, Jesus is born, lives a perfect life, disciples follow Jesus, dies on the cross, buried in a tomb, Jesus is resurrected, ascends to heaven, Holy Spirit comes, the gospel is shared to all the earth, the church waits, Jesus returns, the kingdom of God forever. Thanks for listening to God's Big Story. Today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God. If you'd like to read more about Esther, you can turn to the book of Esther anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description or visit tvcresources.net. And tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again soon. Bye.